Welcome to the TBE Richmond Podcast. I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On this feed, you'll hear sermons, teachings, music, conversations with guests, and so much more from us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia. Thanks for learning and growing with us. This past Thursday morning, my nine-year-old niece, Mayrav, wrote a beautiful Devar Torah about this week's Torah portion, Shalach. With her permission, and I will add excitement about the possibility of becoming famous in Virginia, I am going to begin by sharing a few of her words. Good morning. In this week's Parsha, the Israelites are standing by the Red Sea, and they want to get to the other side of the water. They can't cross the sea, and Pharaoh and the Egyptians are chasing after them. I think the Israelites must have been feeling very anxious because who wants people chasing after them? So they ask Moshe, how are we going to get to the other side? Are we going to die here because the Egyptians are going to come and get us? In the Torah, God tells Moshe to lift up his staff and the sea apart. Moshe does, and the Israelites start to cross the sea. At this point in my niece's Devar Torah, she talks about a midrash, Nachshon, a story that expands and elaborates on what we read in the Torah, what we read in the Torah a bit earlier. I will take this moment to pause, though, to reflect on my niece's words that I just shared. I may be a bit biased, but I love her summary of this Torah portion. Her interpretation that the Israelites must have been anxious at this moment is true. The heightened stress, anxiety, and fear of what could happen as the Egyptians chased the Israelite people, is exacerbated in this moment. This anxiety is suppressed by the miraculous splitting of the sea in a moment of sheer amazement. At this point in the story, we transition from anxiety, stress, and fear of what is to come to awe, excitement, and exclamation. What better way to express these feelings than through song? That is why, just a few minutes ago, we chanted Shirat Hayam, the Song of the Sea, which the Israelites sang in pinnacle moments as they journeyed to freedom. The timing of when the song is actually sung is debated, maybe for next year's Devar Torah, but I like to think it happens as they cross through the parted waters during this transition of emotion that I described above. From Egypt to the Promised Land, Moses and Miriam led the way forward, leading their people to a better place. Pharaoh's army followed as the Israelites crossed, eventually being drowned with their horses and chariots in the turbulent waters. This scene is epic and filled with joy for the Israelite people who escaped slavery to obtain freedom, while there is destruction and loss experienced by the Egyptians, literally in their wake. The Israelites' freedom is miraculous, yet devastating at the same time. Again, we hold these differing emotions in this dramatic scene. And again, it's paired with a song. Interesting, don't you think? As you can imagine, I often focus deeply on the song that we see here. Why do we pair this intensely dramatic, intense, and profound moment with song? Well, music brings kavanah, or intention, to a moment that could easily pass us by. But we are to pay attention in this moment. We not only chant this text with a special melody, but as a congregation, we repeat verses with this melody. 
to reenact the intensity, the beauty, and the significance of this scene. You may be familiar with the movie The Prince of Egypt, which is a fan favorite during this Parsha, and I would highly recommend uh, you see it if you have not. And the flagship song in this movie, in my opinion, is When You Believe. This song provides English text and interpretation of the moment the Israelites cross through from slavery to freedom. There can be miracles when you believe. Though hope is frail, it's hard to kill. Who knows what miracles you can achieve. When you believe, somehow you will. You will when you believe. After the English chorus, which repeats throughout the entirety of the song, we hear a young child sing the following Hebrew text, taken directly from the words of Shirat Hayam. The text I just sang are three verses, which mean, I will sing to God, for the infinite has triumphed gloriously. Who is like you, God? Who is like you, majestic in holiness? In your love, you lead the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guide them to your holy abode. I will sing, I will sing, I will sing. The ending of this Hebrew section grabs my attention as it takes the word, I will sing, Ashirah, and repeats it to emphasize the power of this song and singing. The word Ashirah does not actually repeat itself in the text we find in our scroll. The lyricists and musicians did this as an intentional stylistic and musical choice. Following this section in the song, in the movie, the key changes and there is a grand crescendo. And we go back into the chorus, expressing the miracle of the water splitting the sea. Song is powerful, and Shirat Hayam is no different than any other. We are blessed to have a song like this in our Jewish canon, in our Jewish story, and chanted among us still to this day. The miraculousness of this moment can only be expressed through the power of song and melody. This Shabbat marks what many call Shabbat Shira, the Shabbat of song. I spoke with my colleague and friend who serves as a cantor in a reform synagogue where Shabbat Shira is a big event, filled with music collaborations, choirs, instrumentalists, and more. When I was growing up, Shabbat Shira was also this, an opportunity to showcase all of the musical talent of the congregation over the course of one Friday evening service. When I spoke to my friend, I said that Shabbat Shirah exists for us here at Temple Bethel, but not in the way one might think. I like to think of every Shabbat as a Shabbat of song. We may not chant Shirat Hayam every week, though we could if we wanted to in Pesuke de Zimra, but we sing together and our davening is filled with song. Music and song are present in Jewish life everywhere, from when we celebrate joyous occasions like weddings, and during times of sorrow. Song is always present. It is everywhere around us. 
and every time we are together, even if not all in the same room. Sometimes we just have to listen and respond, and there it is. Shirat Hayam is a moving, powerful text that invites us to think more deeply about the role of song in our lives. Each and every year, I look forward to the chanting of Shirat Hayam, and I will continue to celebrate this Shabbat with my love for song. May song inspire us to move forward and enable us to release our anxiety and stress as we sing together and cross over to less turbulent waters. There can be miracles when you believe. Somehow you will, you will when you believe. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. This has been the TBE Richmond Podcast. Once again, I'm Rabbi Michael Knopf. On behalf of all of us here at Temple Bethel in Richmond, Virginia, thanks for listening. I hope this episode was uplifting and enriching. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this feed wherever you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. And please rate and review us so others will have an easier time joining the conversation. Our theme music is composed and produced by Stephen Frost. Learn more about our dynamic, warm, and passionate congregation affiliated with the United Synagogue of Conservative Judaism at www.bethelrichmond.org. Until next time, shalom y'all.